Hey everyone, I'm Sadie. And I'm Caitlin. And you're listening to the Art for Podcast. <laughs> Bro, I was like, wait, do I say plus? No, Art F4. Okay. Did I just say Art 4? Yep. <laughs> okay, let's redo that. <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm your host Sadie. And I'm your co-host Caitlin. And you're listening to the Art F4 podcast. Welcome to our very first podcast. I'm so excited to start it. And you are too, right? Yes. <laughs> and um, so <clears throat> since this is our first podcast, we want to talk a little bit about the things we hope to cover in future episodes um, mm-hmm. and why you should definitely tune in to our <laughs> next episodes. <laughs> Um, so in this podcast, we want to discuss art because we are both artistes and we (laughs) like to make art. Um, and we want to talk about art. We want to talk about hopefully digital and traditional mediums since we both, we make both. Yeah. Um, we want to talk about in this episode, we hope to talk about our art styles Mm -hmm. (laughs) and talk a little bit about our art journeys. And then definitely we want to cover, Uh, Art in video games, art in animes, wink, wink, Mm -hmm. (laughs) art in, um, sorry, art and character design, um, and all those, all those super fun things. So, let's get right into it. Mm -hmm. All right, Sadie, tell me about your art style. (laughs) What's it like? (laughs) Okay, well, I cater towards more a anime style. It's something I've always admired and enjoyed. I think it's very beautiful. <laughs> yes, some of those guys you draw are very beautiful. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, when did your art journey start? Um, like about what started you? What? Four years ago, and uh, I just took it up as something to help with the time I was going through and it just became something therapeutic for me and I really enjoy it I didn't really expect to get this far really (laughs) yeah uh I started with realism uh wasn't too good at it so great place to start though Mm -hmm. I was like um I want to try something different and during that time I was like really into reading webtoons and comics and I was like that style looks cool So I tried it, and um, I got into watching anime also around that time. So uh, I started drawing characters from there, and I was like, this is what I want to do. And so it kind of just went off from there. I searched up, like, a bajillion references all over the Internet, (laughs) and I was just like, I want to draw that, that, and that, and that. And I just sat for hours, and I drew what I could. And it was kind of kind of surprising. Now that I look back at it, I was able to like measure out because I did not know how to use guidelines. Oh. <laughs> and so does anybody really know how to use <laughs> guidelines the first time they start now? I know. I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, and I didn't know what guidelines were. And so I kind of just like stared at the picture. I like drew the face, and I kind of just like measured out exactly like where things would go and how far apart like the arm was from that and I think that's that helped me with proportions even though looking back it does look really bad 
but it does. Everyone not. starts somewhere. It does not look bad. <laughs> Should have seen them. Oh, and I'm pretty sure I showed you. Yeah. <laughs> so, why do you like to make art? Um, I was just really inspired by all the artists that I looked up to, and. I just thought, like, all the work they were doing was so pretty, and I was like, I want to be able to make something like that. And then I saw that they could make, like, prints and, like, keychains and stuff with it, and I just thought it was so cool, and it just inspired me to keep going. Like, even when I was like, this isn't good, and I, like, how you go through that phase, you're like, you really hate your art, and you're trying to figure out what you want to do with it. Yep. (laughs) So... Uh, what made you take an interest in art? Um, so I always used to doodle on my math notes, math homework. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> the truth is coming out mm-hmm. now. But I always used to just uh, doodle and draw. And then um, I think I think I was I think I was just kind of drawing on and off a little bit. Like I would sketch in notebooks and like color with crayons and stuff. Um but really what started it was I got a prompt book of like different art prompts and I was watching artists on YouTube and I was like, Oh, you know, like that's really cool. I was like, I bet like I could do that. I could try that. So I was drawing in this art prompt book and it was so much fun. And then um, I started seeing like YouTube videos where people had sketchbooks. And I remembered that I had a sketchbook um, like just randomly (laughs) and I, uh, dug it dug it out of wherever it was and found it and I started drawing in that and so um I have not been drawing for nearly as long which is why Sadie's better than me (laughs) but um I don't even know maybe I've been drawing for like two plus years now I think also I was doing I was taking art class Mm -hmm. I liked art class Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was it too um so yeah, now I have a sketchbook. Now I now mm-hmm. I keep now I keep uh, I actually keep a mini sketchbook with me at school. I pull it out whenever I want to draw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so dang, the truth is really coming out today. <laughs> yeah, so. I never knew like where you began though. So that's like something. Really? Yeah. I guess we're all learning new things today. Yeah, I was watching a bunch of tutorials and I was like, I could do that. That looks cool. And then. That's how I got here. Mm-hmm. And I just just um, got a little bit of a style basis down because I think, like, you knew you wanted to do anime. Mm-hmm. And, like, anime is a set style, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's obviously parts are stylized and different things what people like. Yeah. But it has kind of, like, a general idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted a style that, like, I didn't know if it had a category or if it, like, exists. And mm-hmm. I was like, so I'm going to have to try and forge something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> I don't know. I like to draw. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Why'd you choose your more, like, realistic-ish cartoony style? Um, I think that would have to be from some... I think that would have to be influenced by the people I watch draw. Mm-hmm. Because I really... I started, what I would do is I'd watch their videos and I was like, would get the, it was them sketching out. And so I kind of started to get the general idea, like how I like to draw people. You like to draw people too. Mm-hmm. 
But um, I kind of get the general idea of like how they started sketching the head, how they started sketching the body. And so seeing it over and over again, I was like, I could try it. So I started trying it and everything. And um, I, I liked that style. I actually did watch a couple anime art tutorials and everything. And I also liked that person's style, but it didn't feel like me. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like what I wanted. I wanted influences of it. Like if I was going to draw a skirt a certain way, I wanted that anime kind of <laughs> skirt. Yeah. Um, but I started drawing like that. And so I think over time it just started developing and uh, finding different artists. You know what I mean? I feel like following different artists or like, you know, seeing their art style um, is really helpful because you can see aspects of maybe stuff that you want to try in your drawings. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I like the way this person draws noses or you've done that before, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's a, that's what, that's how I kind of developed my style. I started taking pieces and parts from things I liked and I was like, oh, I could do it this way or just um, trying to do something a certain way and it did not work out and it's just something that <laughs> happened and so do you need to sneeze no do you need to cough no i'm good i'm good okay <laughs> okay um is does that also tie into like making you want to continue like when you see artists and it inspires you definitely I, I don't know if I have the much as like, oh, you know, you can't do that. Like, I know how you like to be, I know how you like to be like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, let me check out what I can do. I think it's more of like a, I, I think I kind of do it more for myself. Like, I want to keep practicing and I want to be able to say like, I can do, you know, I can do this. Like, mm-hmm. I can draw and it's it's what I like. I feel like I can always better myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm now learning to want to draw for myself uh, before I used to draw to please other people. And it made me become like a perfectionist with how the drawings would look. And I always became unhappy with how they turned out. And so I'm trying to pull away from that and enjoy and kind of experiment with what I want to do. Definitely. Um, you got to draw for yourself first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, because I want to improve and I just think that, like, always trying to keep in mind of, like, what other people think is keeping me back from doing that. Um, is there anything you're planning to improve as of, like, right now or? Definitely hands. <laughs> my hands need work. And I know that I just need to sit down, open a blank page of my sketchbook, look up a bunch of hand references and go to town. Mm-hmm. But I'm just too lazy to do that. So for right now, I keep my like block method, block out the palm, block out the fingers and be like, yeah, that <laughs> looks great. Minecraft too. Yeah. No, when I make when I make the Minecraft inspired art, like I can get away with that, mm-hmm. but not when I make the kind of, not when I try and make it like my style. What about you? Is there anything that you are looking to improve upon? Um, I know anatomy is always something hard for artists, and I did the process backwards. <laughs> so, um, explain. I, <laughs> um, since I didn't really learn how to use guidelines or anything, I didn't really have a basis off of where to go and like anatomy and all that. So I had no clue until like maybe up a year ago when I actually started taking it seriously. But I, yeah, I would always just draw heads and there was like nothing else. 
And I think it's kind of weird because I was at heads and now I went down to shoulders and then I went down to like where your waistline is, <laughs> but then it cuts off the shoulder. So you don't even have like the rest of the arm. And uh, now I'm finally getting into like the torso, the legs. I still haven't gotten to like the feet part yet. We're getting Yo, there. I need to improve my feet. They're just like lost. <laughs> Uh, feet, I just draw the triangles right now, and then I just yep, yep. <laughs> edit them. Or I'm like, they could be standing in water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, but forearms, or like just arms in general, they used to be like easy, but now I don't know why they are messing with me. <laughs> I don't think, I know that when I started drawing, I definitely don't think I realized like how many different like shapes and lines like you can break Mm -hmm. like if you're drawing people you can like break them down into so many different shapes and I did not know that Mm -hmm. you know and I feel like a lot of people don't know that but yeah I was watching tutorials and people try to tell you that like that's the best way to learn and it really is actually Mm -hmm. if you go like search up a reference or something and just like slap shapes on it Mm -hmm. you can copy those shapes onto the paper yeah and be able to just go from there and uh, people also don't really tell you that using flat shapes is kind of more difficult than, say, if you went to go and use, like, a cylinder for the arm. It gives it a more, uh, right. like, it gives more depth to it, and you kind of understand the proportions better, and it makes it look more more realistic. I don't really know what the word is for that. But. No, no, you're right. More realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's hard if you've never drawn 3D shapes before yeah. to be like, let's jump in and draw, you know, 3D mm-hmm. cylinder-like arms. Yeah. And there should be nothing, uh, like, on your body that's a straight line. Everything has, like, curves or whatever. And I learned that, and I was like, what? <laughs> and then I looked at my drawings, and I was like, yeah, I yep. see it. And you know what else? Uh, I think that it's the difference in lines. Like, when you're drawing the arm, it is not just if you're drawing, like, the from the wrist down to the elbow. Like, that's not just a straight line. There's, like, a slight gradual curve as you get to the elbow. And Mm -hmm. then, of course, the elbow is not just a circle. It's, like, Mm -hmm. down and around. There's, like, a curve, and then it comes down at an angle, and then there's another curve. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I really want to be able to draw uh, more freely or, like, f- flowy in a way. So it doesn't look so stiff. And I think I'm getting better at that. You are. <laughs> I see your work. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I learned how to draw women. And then after, like, one or two drawings, I forget how to draw men. After I've been doing that for, like, four years. My guys look terrible. Like, not saying that my women look good, but, like, as soon as I go to draw a guy, it's, like, just one square. I'm, like, for the torso, and then, like, a circle for the head. I'm, like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to draw here. It's good, though, that you draw, like, in full body all the time. Not all the time. Most of the time. What about your, do you doodle? Like, what about your, like, what's your go-to doodle sketch? Oh, I just make, like, random emoji faces or something like around my sketchbook or I try to design like little parts about the character like maybe if they have like face tattoos or like a special jewel or something I'm trying to doodle more just to like loosen up your hand before you go to draw Mm -hmm. so what is an art tip that you would give either your beginner self or a beginner artist continue taking references because 
Oh my gosh, it helps so much. Um, do you have any tips besides like referencing or stuff like that? Um, practice drawing a lot because <laughs> because like you know I feel or uh, you don't have to practice every day. Like you do not have to draw every day. If you're not feeling it, don't force it because mm-hmm. I think we've both forced drawings before, mm-hmm. and that. They do not turn out pretty, and it just makes. I know that I always feel bad about myself if I make a drawing I don't like, and like I get up and walk away from it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so like mm, right now. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely draw consistently because like if 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 I take a break for a month, um, and then I'm like, oh yeah, let me go back into making this beautiful piece of art. Like it's it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So. I'm glad you kind of touched more into that because that's something I'm actually indifferent about. I like I I'm not a person to take breaks because then I feel like I lose all my progress. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of put myself into like probably multiple art blocks without me knowing it. I understand that people need breaks from time to time, but also if you want to improve, you kind of sometimes have to push through and if you want something, you'll work for it. And so I guess people, sometimes they need to, like, step away and, like, get a change of pace, you know, go outside. Because I stay inside drawing for, like, seven hours. <laughs> Draw outside. If that, True. If you're somebody True. who's inspired by nature and, like, plants and everything, draw outside mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I did not <clears throat> even – I forgot about Art Block. I forgot about, yeah. like – Getting into art block and getting out of art block. How many times do you think you've been in art block? Oh, that's like, it's very rarely. Really? Yeah, and I'm I'm lucky to say that. Because I know so many people that struggle from it, and it happens like every week. And they don't draw for like months. But for me, I don't get that because like I have so much, I take so much inspiration from like everything. And I'm always like, I want to draw this, I want to draw this, I want to draw this. <laughs> And so, like, I'm on a never-ending cycle, and when I can't draw, like, my brain literally hurts because I want to draw so bad when I see something, and it, like, inspires me. And even if it doesn't come out how I wanted, I always know that I can just, like, try a different method or try again because trust the process isn't really my favorite thing, but it really does work. Is it anybody's favorite thing? (laughs) I'm assuming not. Um, I was drawing a woman, like, maybe two weeks ago or something for, like, the first time in, like, months or, like, that I've ever attempted to do it properly without it looking like a man. (laughs) And, oh my gosh, when I started the face, I was like, it's gonna be a dude. And then I started rounding it out, and I added eyes, and I I wasn't even, like, paying attention to what I was doing, and I did it really quickly. I was like, wow, that looks good. And then I just, like, shaped it up and it became like this character that like now I'm really in love with and you sent me it you Mm -hmm. were like look at this girl I did Mm -hmm. I'm like oh yeah sea dragon oh my gosh she's so pretty (laughs) uh I still have a hard time with like designing outfits though me too me too I think it should be easy but it's like every time I go to do like clothing I'm always like t-shirt and shorts Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I'm so not fashionable Mm -hmm. Because I kind of want it to be, like, simple, but at the same time, like, complex. So it's, like, how do I find that middle ground? Mm -hmm. 
And fabric is something that's so hard to draw, like, mm-hmm. because of all the wrinkles. And, yeah. like, you got to, especially if the character's in a pose that causes more wrinkles. Like, mm-hmm. most of the time, that just comes from, like, observing, even in real life, how things naturally fold up or crinkle like that. Or wrinkle, not crinkle. <laughs> crinkle. Girl, now I want some crinkle crust. You got french fries? <laughs> That would be so good right now. Get you your weedy thins. Yes. <laughs> so any other tip that you uh, would give? Yeah. I've learned to maybe not heavily reference all the time, kind of like use your own creativity. Because I used to reference from an artist, but it would basically be me like copying their drawing. And then I couldn't, I wasn't able to draw anything else unless it was like, I was looking at theirs and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this. And it didn't really allow me to have my own like flow of creativity. It really limited me. And I think that people should, even if they can't think of anything now, the more they spend like just doodling random things, things are going to come to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that you should just take a step back and kind of see what you want to do. Yes. I think that like, I think that very random things inspire me. Like I'll see maybe like a shirt at the store or I'll see like, or I'll see, I don't know, or just like a color or something. And I'll be like, oh, those two things would look really cool together. And like, what if I drew somebody wearing it? Or, you know what I mean? Like what if, and then, and then I think it can build off there. Or if like you're super into a pattern right now or something, you can definitely start drawing it and then see where it takes you. Follow your own train of drawing thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you have any others? Um, Am I qualified to give tips? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you found something that's very helpful, it could probably help somebody else. Don't probably. draw. Don't. Hey, <laughs> do not, when you're drawing, uh, especially in the first, like, beginning stages where you got to trust the process and, like, you're starting the drawing, do not draw dark. Because I feel like this one people tell you a lot, but like seriously, really like pushing down with the pencil. Like if if you, you know, if you draw like one eye and it's like super dark and you go draw the other one, you make that one super dark and they are cockeyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> they are cockeyed. And um, then it's much harder to erase and then it stays there and you have this like ghosting eye, mm-hmm. <laughs> even if you draw another one. Um, and something else that uh, I didn't even think of as a tip, but is really helpful, is do not, like, if you're drawing a person, do not just focus on one thing at a time. Like, so start with, like, draw the general shape for the head, and then draw the general shape for the torso, because, like, if you do this super detailed, like, head and everything, and then you go to, to, and then you, like, do the super detailed torso, and let's say you neglected, like, the neck area, and then their neck is too short, or it's too long, and then you don't want to race either one, because you spent, like, at least I know, I'd spend, like, half an hour on Mm -hmm. one thing, Mm -hmm. um, and so definitely jump around until you have, like, a good, hopefully, layout, and then add those details as you go, you know, do the hair, do the eyes, you know, do the clothing, stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, something I'm a victim of because I'll spend like an hour or two on the head and then I was like, all right, so we're done now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm not drawing the body. Do you ever experience boredom with like a drawing you're making? Like, are you, do you start drawing it and you're like, I'm just not really feeling this? Like, how do you get over that? Or, um, that's usually if I take too long on a drawing. I'm usually like really pumped up, maybe the first two days or something. 
And then, like, if it carries on for a week, I'm just like, I can't. I'll just leave it. And then maybe if I get the inspiration again to finish it, I will. All right. Let's talk about some common art stereotypes. What about that artists magically find their art style? Like, they go to sleep one night, and they wake up the next day, and they're like, bang, art style. (laughs) I feel like that's not how that happens. Because for me, the hard way I found that out was that I just took a bunch of details from different artists that I liked, and I kind of just created my own style. And I don't understand why people continue to say that, you know, it just happens one day, and, you know, you keep practicing, and it'll just appear, because that's not (laughs) how it works. And I feel like they're misleading people, and I'm hoping that that dies off. (laughs) Art styles develop over time you have to kind of work with them and um, it's helpful to look at other people's art and maybe have an inspiration board where you can take pieces and parts of different art styles and like oh I like how this person draws eyes I like how this person draws noses and then you can try and recreate them and try and form your own art style that way but honestly I think to find your art style it takes a lot of practice Mm -hmm. I think you actually just have to keep drawing and just keep like doing it over and over again and uh, eventually you will get it to hopefully where you're happy with it and then as time goes on art styles continuously evolve and change that would never stay the same as long as you keep drawing so um continue to work for it and get it to a place where you like it and then over time you will have magically find your art style <laughs> no we're kidding <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, definitely experiment a lot with what you like. Mm-hmm. And even maybe if you don't like it, you know, try it out, maybe alter something because it may become something you stick with actually the rest of your journey. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny because the first time I ever realized that your art style doesn't magically come to you, I was like, they lied to me. <laughs> And all the people say finding your art style, like it's not playing hide and seek. Like you have to make it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about how digital art isn't real art. Oh no. Why do people say this? Why? I don't know. It's probably because of like all the shortcuts you get. Mm -hmm. And they're just like mad because they can't flip a canvas. Because there's no undo (laughs) button on paper. Um, I don't understand why people think that digital art is not real art. You're still creating something, hopefully with a pen on tablet. Some people make it with a mouse. Yes. Some people make it with their finger. The talent. I know. And it comes out so good. And I'm just like, how? I don't know how they do it. I don't know. My finger would be cramping. Why Why do they say it isn't real art? I, I actually do not know why people say that. Because for me, all I think of it is that people will draw on paper and pencil. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like exactly the same thing as if I went to go and grab my tablet and use my pen. Mm-hmm. because the paper is equivalent to the tablet screen canvas thing and the pen is like equivalent to uh, a pencil or a pen yeah. it doesn't matter what you're sketching with you <laughs> yeah. can draw with anything people that draw with a mouse though or with their finger mm-hmm. please teach me <laughs> i tried and it came out so bad cost wise let's dive into digital art uh cost wise because i think that's a big investment you know what i mean mm-hmm. um talking off or like going off the point of having a tablet and a pen with it cost wise that's going to be very pricey in the beginning definitely what do you think yeah, I'm very thankful to have a tablet. Mm-hmm. I know it was almost 2K, but I've made back a lot of that money through commissions. Mm-hmm. And it's very helpful to have every color in that program. So you don't have to go out and buy yes! a new marker. You literally have thousands of shades and you got effects, you have layers and just makes life so much easier. 
And, I don't know, I guess people are just haters because they don't know how to do it. <laughs> um, if you haven't tried digital art and you think it is, it isn't real, please go try it. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot harder than traditional. Mm-hmm. So, what about, this one gets a little annoying, what about what people ask artists to do for them? Um, examples like drawing them or drawing something for free. <laughs> I feel every artist has experienced, can you draw this for me or Mm -hmm. can you draw me? And then if they're like, oh, this costs money, like, what? I thought it was for free. Like, why are you charging people for this? Or like the, I didn't know you were such a good artist. Like, will you make this for me? Mm -hmm. And then when you tell them like, okay, well, I would make it if uh, you paid me. And they're like, why? Trying to butter your biscuits and then Mm -hmm. go off on you when you say you can't do that. Yeah. Um, Art is a skill, and it's a skill that people practice and learn. And so, you know, they can't just distribute their skills for free, especially if they're super talented. But I feel like where the line gets a little blurred is with family and Mm -hmm. close friends. Mm-hmm. because like I, I know I would not charge my family if I was going to draw something for them or if they asked me to draw something for them and like I wouldn't charge you <laughs> but um so when are you gonna commission me <laughs> it is but it's, it's annoying <laughs> and I think you've had it I think you've had it happen to you more times than I've had it happen to me yeah and I kind of feel bad when some of my family members are like oh if you draws for me I'll pay you and I'm just like no it's okay like you supported me through this even when my art looked like a fly Oh my god, no! Your art did not look bad. How about that art is something easy to learn and the price of it is too high? (sighs) Art is not something... Okay, well, easy is an objective adjective. Like, easy for someone is not easy for something else. Like, something could come to somebody quickly and they could get it and stuff, but easy um for it could be harder for someone else so easy is more objective but it's art is definitely not something where you wake or you go to bed one night and you wake up and you're like check me out and i got all this skill Mm -hmm. they work at it and so no skill i i would argue that no skill is completely easy to learn while yes it does take time for people to learn um they learn at different paces art is not easy no and especially if you want to continuously improve you have to keep pushing yourself and pushing yourself is not easy (laughs) I think that it may be easy to learn, but it's hard to master. Because you can learn how to throw a line down on a paper, make some abstract art or something, and Mm -hmm. say that it was really easy to do. But it's really hard to master the technique of getting things to look Mm -hmm. proportional and just getting it all to flow properly with one another. And I think that it also just ties into with how much you practice. And I know a lot of people are like, oh my god, everyone says just to practice. I know it gets tiring to hear that. But you really have to if you want to be able to master that skill right and to be able to get it where you want and where you're happy with it I feel like the easiest way to get past the uh practice section or part is to kind of fall in love I guess with how the body works and everything (laughs) saying anything here but I've learned a lot about anatomy and it made me realize how like complex and really cool the body is and it made me happy to practice you know like legs arms feet drawing because you were interested in it Mm -hmm. um and let's not forget about muscle memory training your brain and your hands to like draw Mm -hmm. and like then knowing what it looks like from different angles you know stuff like that perspective also really helps (laughs) if you want to bring your drawing to life please learn perspective 
and 3D and yes. shading. It looks so much mm-hmm. better. Like you could have like two people walking and it's like flat and like but if you have perspective and it's like leading into like a dark alley or something, you have like the person leaning up against the wall and they're like mm-hmm. smoking a cigarette and it just looks so cool. <clears throat> I haven't learned perspective, but I want to and I see what I can do for your art. Mm-hmm. And the price of art being too high, again, that depends on skill level. That's going to depend on a variety of factors. But artists have honed this skill and they've worked on it. They've worked really hard. And so supporting them, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. art is too high one. It really depends on a lot of factors. But if somebody's making something, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you can have a dollar for like this beautiful, gigantic thing of art, mm-hmm. especially when not talking digital, especially traditional when the supplies cost a lot. Mm-hmm. Art supplies are not cheap, people. I don't think you can get a good art supply for under twenty dollars. Doesn't matter what it is, and it could be one thing, like one tube of paint. It's crazy, especially if you want good quality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you want something done and you want it done in the way the artist is doing, you'd be willing to pay for it, right? Because they have a ton of people going after their art. You know, they're not gonna lower it mm-hmm. down like a hundred dollars or something just because you know you don't think it's worth that much. If a plumber came to your house and they fixed your pipe, would you try and get? <laughs> What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Would you try and lower the price of what they fixed it for because you don't have the skill to fix it? Like that's what that's what that's what happens with the art. Like, oh, I, I can't do this, but can you do it? And then oh, I don't want to pay it that much for it. Mm -hmm. Well, then you don't want it. Yeah, he would just take the pipes back at that point. Right, exactly. And then it uh sink leaks and Fun stuff. <laughs> You're at Home Depot crying. <laughs> Getting lost in the aisle. <laughs> Can we just talk about this? Why are why are the shelves of, like Home Depot and Lowe's so high? I like know. they're up to the ceiling. Like I it's claustrophobic. <laughs> if one falls over, it's over. It's done. You're gone. <laughs> it's scary. And I get lost so easily. And some of those things are really heavy too. Like mm-hmm. they have toilets up on shelves. I'm like, what are you doing? Sometimes I climb up there to sit on them though, not gonna lie. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not going to Home Depot or Lowe's <laughs> with you. Rude. <clears throat> All right. So I feel like that can lead into possibly helping people price their art and talking about art prices. So I know that you're somebody who does commissions and makes art. If anybody wants anything commissioned, don't get it. <laughs> but I know that you're somebody who does commissions and makes art and you know a little bit more about the pricing than I do. So what would you <clears throat> say to a beginner tr- or somebody who needs help pricing their art pieces? Mm-hmm. I still kind of find difficulty with this and I think it's hard to price it correctly in the beginning because you have a lot of factors saying or like you're telling yourself that it's not good enough and then you end up pricing it too low just try to do it reasonably i mean try to look at your skill level and how you draw and how much time it takes from like an outside perspective right and then go from there um maybe reference from other artists how they price their art maybe someone who's similar to you or maybe ask someone else to help you like get an outside perspective maybe ask a couple people to get like a range or find an average Mm -hmm. and um i think that'll be all for this podcast so (laughs) thank you for listening and we're gonna be talking about a lot more interesting things including gaming and character design yes in our coming podcast so tune in to our next episode and we want to thank you so much for listening in 
And one final thing, if you like to make art, please just go and do it. If it's something you enjoy and it brings you happiness, go make art. And one day in the near future, we'd hope to set something up where you guys would be able to send us some of your art for mm -hmm. us to see and talk about. Um, but we want to thank you so much for listening to the Art F4 <laughs> podcast. Yes. Bye. Bye.